0: A white man? No!
1: And welcome to the unsub sub is a White Man. I'm Sarah. And I'm Emily. And we're back with another Criminal Minds recap for a really fabulous episode of Criminal Minds. It truly is. This is <laughs> one I could watch over and over, and you always find something new. Yeah. It's just great. Um, we're talking about The Performer, which originally aired November 11th, 2009. We've had the pleasure of discussing this once before uh, with our friends on the unsub podcast. Yes. And now we're back around to talk about it again. Um, I'm just so excited. <laughs> you can never talk about this one too many times. <laughs> it's true. I was such a huge Gavin Rosdell fan. I'm not giving anything away yeah. to say that right at the top here, uh, because he's in the opening moment of yes. the episode. Um, and I just, oh God, the, the cassette that I had and I played <laughs> over and over and over again of, uh, Bush's album was just embarrassing. Yeah. But yeah. A huge, huge Gavin Rossdale fan, yeah. so... <sighs> All oh, right. Man. Well, what yeah. What a treat. What a treat. This one uh,
0: opens right up with a gothed out Gavin Rossdale mm-hmm. singing a truly
1: terrible cover uh-huh. of Joy Division's
0: Love Will Tear Us Apart.
1: It's so terrible that you almost don't recognize it as a Joy Division song because yeah. they've just butchered it. <laughs> it's, it's really bad. It's, it's
0: really, really bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, his name is uh, Dante. Mm -hmm. In this We know because The crowd is chanting his name Yes They're super pumped about this Um, He has a really nerdy manager Who congratulates him On having a great show uh, Mm -hmm. As he pushes him through This like throng Of screaming fangirls Yeah There's just like
1: Yeah Sycophant after sycophant Ready to fall all over him Backstage Yeah He gets very popular Gets
0: back to the dressing room And like this is not like A big arena show This is a very small venue Yeah that yeah. he is in. Mm-hmm. So it's like you kind of get the sense that he's kind of washed up.
1: Yeah, he's <laughs> a fading star. Yes. But he does have a very loyal fan base. Yes. Uh, but yeah, he uh, just chugs a bottle of Jack, total rock
0: star move, uh, mm-hmm. and throws it at a mirror. And then goes over and just stares at his
1: shattered, bloody
0: reflection.
1: Yeah, it's he's like, like mouth like is rubbing bleeding. Rubbing his makeup off, yeah. he has lots of black eye makeup he on. Looks rough. Yeah, <laughs> he is a tortured soul. We yes. can tell from the opening moment. And he has
0: a lip ring. Yeah, which is gross. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> gross. <laughs> oh yeah. man, his like mouth is bleeding. Mm. You can like see he's like looking at his teeth and everything. And ugh. Uh, So this group of goth kids is leaving the show. There's Mm -hmm. a guy and two girls. The guy offers to walk the girls home. um, And they're super mean to him about it. Yeah. They're like,
1: we're tougher than you. Yeah. Ted, they get his name wrong. Yeah. They're like, it doesn't matter. Strength and numbers. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Uh, But yeah, they leave him behind to go walk home. Um, The blonde goth girl gets home and she's taking off her... uh, boots that have a lot of laces
1: yeah it's gonna take her a while yeah
0: this is not a quick job she's
1: really decked like when we're talking goth we're like hardcore goth like these they're not just a little bit committed to the goth scene like all the way she's a blonde white woman with dreads and um they're like hardcore into their hot topic era (laughs) yes yes (laughs) they spend a lot of money in that store yes um but yeah they uh
0: she hears the knock on the door, goes over, opens the door. It's clearly someone that she recognizes. Yeah, because
1: she looks through the curtain first. Yeah. And then she, like, lets she, them like, in. opens
0: the door, smiles mm-hmm. because she recognizes the person, and then the person
1: attacks her. Yes. Chokes. Chokes her to death. It's, yeah. Choking is so violent. And, you know, they always make it seem like it is done in no time on TV. You have to be really committed to choke it's, someone to death. Like it would be really difficult. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> exhausting, takes a lot of time. You have to stare directly at the person while you're doing it. In this case, like, yeah. So this person really wants her dead. No, thank you. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. So the BAU is on the case. Mm-hmm. We learned that Tara Ferris, the blonde girl, is the third victim to be found on, uh, uh, like, dumped on a freeway off ramp, totally drained of their blood. Mm-hmm. Um, there are no signs of sexual assault. They're still wearing all their clothes and everything. Uh, But this time, the thing that's different is that the killer wrote the liar in blood Mm -hmm. on Tara's arm. Uh, Prentice thinks that the use of the is interesting and possibly significant, like the liar instead of a liar. Mm -hmm. Um, But J.J. derails that train of thought completely by letting them all know that the victims were bled out through two puncture wounds Mm -hmm. in their necks. Yes. And that the wounds were covered in saliva. Gross. Yes. Mm -hmm. Not like, like a vampire. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So then we get our first quote. In the darkest pages of the maligned supernatural, there is no more terrible tradition than that of the vampire, a pariah even among demons. Writer Montague Summers. Mm. Mm -hmm. Don't know who that is. Uh, Everybody on the plane wants to
1: know if Reed still talks to Lila at all, and Reed does not want to talk about (laughs)
0: it. (laughs)
1: I'm glad. This is a rare instance where they call back to a former case. Yeah. Granted, it's to make fun of Reed, but I'm on board. That's fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: He changes the subject by telling everyone about clinical vampirism or Renfield syndrome. Mm -hmm. Uh, Incidentally, I just watched Renfield.
1: Oh, really? Like two days ago. (laughs)
0: Yeah. They were like the insect-eating character from Bram Stoker's Dracula. And I was like, I knew that. (laughs) (laughs) It was pretty funny, actually. It was just watching Nicolas Cage just get to chew the scenery. Uh, That's what he does best. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Um, but yeah, those who suffer from Renfield syndrome, um, which is very rare. Uh, it's usually accompanied by schizophrenia, and Reed tells us can progress into classic cannibalism. Mm-hmm. I'm you like, know, classic? Like, <laughs> 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 is there new wave cannibalism <laughs> also? But I didn't look it up because I did not really want to know. No, you don't want that on your search history. <laughs> Absolutely not.
1: Um, I thought it was interesting in this that. For once, Reed isn't explaining something to everyone that everyone already knows. Like, they have genuine questions for him in this back and forth. Yeah, and it's so much more realistic. Mm -hmm. Like Reed actually knows about it, and they're all like, oh, what? This, huh? And I was like, oh, we're all learning together. Whoever wrote this is good at writing things. Because
0: if somebody was (laughs) like, ah, classical vampirism, and then somebody else was like, yeah, Renfield syndrome, and everybody was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then the conversation no. would stop. You yes. wouldn't continue to have yes. the conversation.
1: It was so much better this way. And whoever wrote this should write all of them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, so Garcia tells everybody about the huge Los Angeles <laughs> vampire subculture. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, how
1: huge is it, really? It must be gigantic. Just Okay. And Morgan's, like... I just like, love... Because they, they show some still images, apparently, of Los Angeles Just. Stock images yeah. of
0: Los Angeles goths. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Um, and Morgan is like, all these people drink blood. You're like, no, no, Morgan. Have you ever heard of The Cure? <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> have you seen the people? Morgan that go to was those that concerts? jock in high school that just doesn't understand the Goth kids. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like it just reminded me of the, uh, the episode of South Park with the goths where they all drink clamato yes. <laughs> all <the> time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Garcia's like, they do not. Uh, they mostly just dress up like Prentice did in high school, which is <laughs> a good dig. Uh, Reed says it is more uh, accurate to call them a vampirist mm-hmm. than a vampire. Yes, <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says that they likely would have known their victim even tangentially, so they would have crossed paths at some point. Mm. Uh, so then we cut back to Dante, who is woken up by his manager, Ray. Uh, he is not doing well. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to get up. He says he's really sick. Um, Ray says that they have to go to this party, whether he likes it or not. And Dante's like, Do I have to be him?
1: They're <laughs> <laughs> like, Yes. He <laughs> gets mad that Ray calls him Dante. Yeah. Don't call me that. Yeah. Which is weird. That's like your whole... It's
0: like if you were
1: Darius Rucker's manager and you called
0: him Hootie all the time. (laughs) 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 Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, Dante drags himself out of bed to go get ready and mentions like that he does not remember anything about the previous night. Yeah, there's, there's like, like
1: blood on his mouth and on the pillow and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and Ray's
0: like, uh, what happened to you? Yeah. He's like, I don't remember.
1: I don't feel good. <laughs> You're like, is it from all the blood you drank last night? <laughs>
0: uh, so we get to be reunited with Detective Kim, yes. who has grown a mullet since we last saw him, and it's
1: not a great look. <laughs> no, it really is not. He's an attractive man, too. I know, It's just a bad, it's bad haircut. A bad
0: haircut. <laughs> yeah. He shows the team to their workspace. Um, He's, like, one of the few competent local police officers Mm -hmm. they have. He's got, like, everything all set up. He's, like, ready to brief them and everything. Or, like, can he just join the team? (laughs) Yeah. Everybody just kind of disperses to go work on their various tasks. And JJ and Reed chat about the case and realize that they need to find some common victim or common person who knew all of the victims. Mm Reed tells J.J. to find out more about Tara's friends, uh, starting with her friend Gina, who is the girl that left the show with her that night. And um, Dante arrives at the party via helicopter with a smoke machine in it, yeah, look. which is... So obnoxious I can't
1: blame Dante This party looks like A nightmare (laughs) I also
0: would not Have gone to this party I do I wouldn't
1: want to go there Either It looks terrible Yeah Everyone's screaming It's like by the Very LA By the pool Kind of party But no one's swimming Yeah Yeah Just screaming
0: That's how You can tell that you're not from the midwest because if it's warm enough to be near a pool you're when you live pool. in the midwest <laughs> you're going to be in the pool <laughs> yeah you only have like a 2 month pool window uh-huh. where it's fun to be <laughs> in one um Yeah. So he is just a real dick to a reporter from Metal Life magazine Mm -hmm. and he shit talks his fans and calls them pathetic and says they have a tenuous grip on reality. (laughs) And the reporter's like, can I quote you on that? (laughs) And he's
1: like, I don't give a fuck what you do. (laughs) Like this is supposed to be another red flag for Dante, right? Like we're seeing he was so sick in the blood and he's out of it and he hates himself and now he's shit-talking all of his fans, and the fans are yeah. the ones that are dying. So. The reporter
0: talks to Ray, and the Ray's like, no, Ray's like, no, 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 don't, don't quote <laughs> don't, him. Don't. Don't we'll use get that a quote. better quote later. <laughs> and the d- reporter's like, I don't care. He's washed up anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to be a big story. Uh, so Prentice and Rossi go to Tara's house, where Prentice reminds Rossi how rich her family is <laughs> by just telling a cute, funny little story about how her mom bankrolled her all the way through college because mm-hmm. she was a terrible waitress. And you're like... Cool. But she
1: talks about how she went to Georgetown and didn't she tell us before that she went to Yale? She said her apartment was in George. She had an apartment in Georgetown, her first apartment.
0: So maybe that so was maybe it's after. So maybe like in the summer
1: or something? Because not, she's not commuting from her apartment in Georgetown to Yale.
0: No, but maybe she like lived in the dorms on y- or at Yale and then oh, when she yeah. moved back, that was her first uh, apartment? Maybe. I was like so confused. That's what I assumed. It was like That her makes first... more sense. Or yeah, maybe in the summer or something. Yeah.
1: Anyway. Yeah.
0: Um, in her apartment, she has a full shrine to Dante
1: like normal people do. Yeah.
0: Um, and it's like, that's a, such a like preteen thing to do. Like, yeah, I don't know.
1: Like you know, like the when, level of fan, like cutting out the magazine. When we were like
0: thirteen, and everybody had a shrine to Hanson. Yes, <laughs> somewhere in their house. Yes, like, yeah, that is such a middle
1: schooler thing to do. Uh-huh. It is weird. Yeah, to well, you're have an adult a shrine like with that. your own apartment. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and she has like the perfect little niche in her. Yeah, like room. a little alcove. Yeah, that's just filled with Dante magazine cutouts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is something you do when you're 11, and like I would fight over who got what to cut which picture out of the magazine with my cousin because we both wanted the same Hanson picture.
0: Yeah, it's
1: bizarre mm-hmm. to be doing that when you're yeah. like 25 years old. Yeah, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. and this actress is like clearly 25 at a minimum. Right, she is not a a young girl. No,
1: <laughs> and well, it ages you to have all of that heavy makeup and stuff on too. So yeah, credit. It's a lot. Yeah. It's off-putting is what it is. Yes. Um, But they also find her laptop,
0: and Prentice says that if you want to look into a young girl's life today, you need to hack her MySpace, her Facebook, and her Twitter Mm -hmm. accounts.
1: Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. I
0: think you mean her ex-account.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And also, 2009, were we really still doing MySpace? I, I
0: don't think so. I was never super into MySpace. I had a MySpace... Because everybody
1: did, but yeah. I feel like
0: I never really did anything I feel with like
1: it. once you got your .edu and you could have your Facebook, you yeah. didn't do MySpace. But I wasn't into the goth scene, so maybe that's maybe. where all the goths were <laughs> hanging out. Maybe. I don't know.
0: Who knows? Uh, at Dante's party, Ray tells him that he needs to be nice to his fans, and Dante's like, I would rather throw myself off the building than be nice to my fans, and I'm a vampire, so why shouldn't I? And yeah. he's like, <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Dante is really sick of his sha- Like, total sham of a career, Mm -hmm. and he's just ready to pack it all in. But Ray's like, no, no, no. No. You're going to have another hit. You're going to have a comeback. Yeah. You're like, no, this man is not going to have a comeback. No. (laughs) Um, He bumps into a waitress and notes a needle mark on her hand, and he says that he has... A pocket full of what will make both of us feel so much happier. (laughs) (laughs) Which is the (laughs) longest (laughs) way to say, Do you want to get high? (laughs) that I have ever. I Is there a bag of heroin in
1: your pocket Or are you just happy to see me I take back everything I said About the good writing Because it's the worst line You've ever heard in your whole life It's hilarious it's so awkward <laughs> yes.
0: She's yeah, like for a really second, you're like,
1: <laughs> I would have been like You what? have what <laughs> Like are you talking about your penis Or do you have drugs <laughs> <laughs> Or do you mean both <laughs> I don't know, honestly. I, I have drugs next to my penis. We could do both things. <laughs> I would have had to ask for clarification. And I would have. Yeah. Which is which why. Which would have why you wouldn't have gone home with
0: Dante. Uh, a rock star would never have taken me home with that. I'd have been like, what do you mean? <laughs> I'd have been like, never mind. <laughs> uh, but anyway, they leave together. <laughs> <laughs> too. It's a moment. that
1: line works somehow. Uh, yep. Um, well, it's because you're not Gavin Rossdale. If you were Gavin Rossdale saying it, maybe it would flow off of your tongue. <laughs> it does not.
0: <laughs> I assure you, it did not flow off of his either. Uh, Morgan and Hodge go to the morgue where uh, the medical examiner tells him that the marks on the victim's neck aren't from teeth. You're like, no shit yeah no kidding <laughs> and then Hotch is like so they're from some sort of a boring instrument then and I did not understand <laughs> what he was saying <laughs> and I was like oh boring <laughs> like because Hotch bore. is such a boring
1: person <laughs> you just assume he meant <laughs>
0: I was like what a weird thing to say and I was like oh no that's just a weird way to phrase it yeah like you, why not so needle marks yeah
1: then no but, no, a Hodge boring is, instrument. Hotch is too smart for that.
0: Yes. Um, so then they're like, so the saliva is from licking the <laughs> wounds then? And the Emmy's like, uh, don't know, don't want to know. Yep. <laughs> Anything's possible. No. Uh, Hodge says that once an unsub like this gets started, it only gets worse. And then we see the unsub dragging another victim. Mm-hmm. So...
1: Of course. It has already it's escalated, escalated yeah. quickly.
0: <laughs> uh while the local news media reports on the newest body, uh Garcia hacks into Tara's computer pretty easily because her password is Colin. As in As in Colin, Reed asks. And she <laughs> says, No, no, no. The Twilight Family. And Reed's like, The what? <laughs> I'm like, you're not. Come on. You're no. a person who exists in the world. Yeah. Like Everybody knows about Twilight. Everybody would have known. Like, I don't care how smart and uppity you would have been aware. Aware. Right. It's
1: like saying, Harry who? Yeah. Like, everybody knows about Harry Potter.
0: Yeah. Everybody knows about Twilight. Cultural phenomenon shows. Right. Like, I mean, I watched Game of Thrones. Like, I didn't start watching it until, like, the second to last season was Mm. actually airing. Yeah. But, like, that whole time prior to that, like, if somebody would have said something about a Targaryen, I wouldn't have been like,
1: "Oh, uh, what? Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. I got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, well, it just bothers me because I have a hard time believing that a 25-year-old goth woman who is into this hardcore Dante music also is reading the Twilight novels. Those are not the same level of vampirist, as Reed yeah. would say. Uh, those are different fandoms.
0: And also, I feel like...
1: I mean, that's, like, she's probably the age that
0: I was when this was airing. Yeah. And, like, I read the Twilight books, and I read the first one, and I was like, this book is written as if a 13-year-old wrote it. Yeah. This is a terrible depiction of a relationship. (laughs) (laughs) But then I kept reading them because I, at that point in my life, before I had kids was a real completionist about reading things (laughs) because I had time to read things Mm -hmm, it's like mm -hmm. if I started reading something I would finish it even if it was bad yeah and I read them and I did not enjoy them right and I feel like most people who were older Mm -hmm. would have felt similarly like because when you're reading them as an adult you're like This is this bothers me. This is disturbing. There's a lot of this is a toxic
1: relationship. Really not great stuff in this. So yeah, I feel like it just it feels so odd to me that someone who is that hardcore into the scene that she is would like read about these sparkle vampires and be like, yeah, that's her. Why isn't Dante her password or Renfield or? Literally any other like vampires, because you're lore like, like creepy stuff. vampires, not yeah. sparkly vampires who
0: spend their entire lives going to high school right. for no reason,
1: like taking their shirts off. Yeah, It doesn't seem like the vampire she's you into. A spider monkey <laughs> <laughs> doesn't seem like the kind of vampires she would be into. Yeah, not all vampires are created equal. So I just didn't I didn't get it. It's like the only yeah. two kinds of vampires that they know about are. The classic Dracula vampire and the Twilight vampire, and those are the two that they wrote about in this There's episode. There's a
0: spectrum. Where's the what do, What we do in the shadows, vampires? Right? <laughs> Although I don't think that movie had come out yet. <laughs> but those are uh, the best vampires. Those are the <laughs> best
1: kinds of <laughs> vampires. That was our family Halloween costume this year, <laughs> because Nate looks shockingly, shockingly <laughs> like them. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. So,
0: um, JJ decides that she is... Go, oh, wait, no, before that, Reed's like, she's like, don't you read anything that's not a technical book? And Reed's like, not anything or not a lot that's not in English. And has Reed ever given any indication that he speaks a language other than English on the show up
1: until now? No.
0: Like, fluently enough that he would be (laughs) reading reading literature for fun in these other languages? No. Like, the only time we have ever heard him speak a different language is when he, like, badly pronounces words in Spanish. Yeah. (laughs) Like, the one time he tried to say doghouse, and he was, like, the Casa del Perro. Like, oh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I thought that was weird, because I could Mm. not recall him ever. No, I don't either. And if anything, I would believe that Reed knew, like, Latin. Right. Or Greek. Yeah. Something. He's reading some ancient text. Not, like... I, I read modern literature in French for fun. Yeah, no, he you doesn't don't. speak French. He would be in suffrage about it. If yeah. He did. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, so uh, JJ is like, I'm gonna go talk to Tara and reads like, do you want me to come with you? And she's like, No. And you're like JJ. You never split the party. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Has history taught you nothing? You've been attacked several times. Yeah.
0: Also, um, I wouldn't take Reed. No. He wouldn't be the one. If I had to go by myself to go talk to somebody, it would be like, Morgan. Mm -hmm. Because the last time she and Reed were like, let's go talk to somebody by yourselves, it went really badly for
1: everyone. (laughs) But no one remembers that. They remember Lila, but none of that. Yeah. Uh,
0: But yeah, she refers to Gina as Tara's BFF.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um, And Reed doesn't know what that means either. It's like, use context clues. Yeah. Reed. You can surmise. It's like, I don't understand what the youth are saying most of the time (laughs) these days either, but I can figure it out via context clues. And
1: Reed is a youth, comparatively. That's true. He's very young. So yeah, I mean, sometimes my
0: kids say things that I'm just like, what? Mm -hmm. But if I think about it, I can usually figure it out. (laughs) Uh, This new victim also has The Liar written on her body. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Reed is ready to deliver the profile not because he's actually ready but because jj told everyone he was ready so he would stop obsessing over it and
1: lieutenant kim is like uh you guys already have a profile It seems quick morgan's like this is a quick unsub like well (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot to unpack here yeah then we get to hear the profile yeah so this is also unusual in that it is a mostly read delivered profile and it seems that Reed has done most of the work to put the profile together. It is much less of a team delivery though people do chime in. So we aren't looking for a vampire in the supernatural sense only in the sense that this unsub has a very strong desire a need for human blood. Now fortunately, vampirists display several characteristics which will be helpful in finding him. He will have cut himself repeatedly. It's called auto-vampirism, essentially becoming his own first victim. It's the way by which he first tasted human blood. Most vampirists are incredibly ashamed of this and will wear long-sleeved shirts in order to conceal it. Secondly, there will be a long history of animal abuse, starting with smaller animals such as insects and rodents, then working his way up to larger things, dogs and cats. Though this well-recognized component of the homicidal triad is seen in other serial killers, in the case of the vampirist, it's more pronounced. There will, interestingly enough, not be any animal torture, as with other psychopathologies. The killing isn't the point. It's merely a means by which to obtain the blood. Look hard at your animal control section's records as far back as you can. They will probably have some record of this unsub as an adolescent. This guy also most likely lives in a poorly kept older home. He needs a house for the privacy, not an apartment. It takes time to drain a body completely of blood. Uninterrupted time. This unsub also most likely lives with an elderly woman, a grandmother, a mother, even an aunt. And Lieutenant Kim says, how could you know that? And they say that's because this type of mental illness, accompanied by extreme schizophrenia, dominates a family's entire existence. It often leads to a broken home, and a woman ends up as primary caregiver. The men generally leave. Which is... Hodge delivers that line. The men generally leave. That's the only thing that Hodge says. I was like, hmm, how oh, apropos do you know? <laughs> oh, and one more thing. This type of disorder cannot be hidden for long. I guarantee someone out there already knows this unsub is very, very sick.
0: Uh, during the profile, we see Dante waking up on the floor mm-hmm. in his underwear next to an empty bottle. And he, like, gets up and he's clearly, like... In really bad shape. Yeah. He's like throwing up. And mm-hmm. uh, he tells Ray that he wants to stop, but he
1: can't. And Ray is just like holding him. Yeah. And he's like, we'll fix this. <laughs> We're going to fix this. The last thing you want when you're violently throwing up is someone hugging you. Yeah. Just, you know. terrible. You got to do
0: the broom. <laughs> just <laughs> patting <laughs> it back at the broom like yes. I'm 30 Rock. Yes. <laughs> uh. Uh, They learn that this latest victim, Aaron, was waitressing at the party the previous night and head to the site. Uh, The caterer tells the team that Aaron had a drug problem and left the party right in the middle of it. Prentice spots a stack of Dante's CDs, which he notes are called The Liar. Ah, Terrible CD cover design, by the way. He looks like... And the album title. Yeah. He is like... It looks like... The Crow
1: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's what They're going for But like
0: If It was a fan Made album cover Mm -hmm. Made by A 13 year old Using
1: Microsoft Paint It's it's so bad really Dante's whole team Needs to be fired And replaced They're not doing him Any favors No Booking him in these Terrible clubs And Yeah Everything is just bad You need a new New management team Dante He needs to find out Who Bush uses For (laughs) management (laughs) And get them
0: uh, Garcia says that all of the victims were obsessed with Dante's music. Ah, uh, detective Kim is like, Oh man, these celebrities, it's really hard to figure out where they live, which I don't really think that it is that hard to figure out where celebrities live. Especially
1: if you're the police. I don't
0: live near any, but he's like, they're just wrapped in several layers of secrecy. And Garcia's is like, I've got the address. It's this. And his name is also Paul Davies. <laughs> like, of course your name is Paul. <laughs> <laughs> um, they are driving up to the house and it's like, just like, you know, in this really nice neighborhood with like massive mansions and mm-hmm. everything. And Detective Kim is like, are your profiles usually this far off? And Morgan's <laughs> like, no. And I'm like the gall of this man.
1: <laughs> right. He's done us to this to us recently before where he's pretended like they know what they're doing. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, there is a really shitty car in the driveway of the mansion, Mm
0: -hmm. uh, which turns out to be Aaron Hickman's, the latest victim. Um, So the team hauls Dante in for questioning. Uh, The police station is totally swarmed by reporters, including the one who I believe is Army Hammer's ex-wife.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's her. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: But Rossi distracts them long enough for Morgan to get Dante into the building. Um, They're, like, watching Dante as he's, like, pacing around in the interrogation room, and they're like... He looks agitated. (laughs) They're like, I would be agitated if somebody dragged me into a police station and threw me in an interrogation room. Mm -hmm. I would be extremely agitated. And accuse
1: me of killing someone. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, So they send Prentice in, and they're like, appeal to his vanity. And she's like can I please have an autograph? And Dante's like, what is this bullshit? You are not a fan of mine. <laughs> and Reed's like, wow, a schizophrenic should really be thrown off by this contradiction. And you're like, you've got the wrong guy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we can all tell from the opening moments that he is our red herring in this episode. It is really ham-fistedly done. Yes.
0: Uh, Dante is shocked to learn that Aaron is dead and doesn't remember the night before at all. Uh, Dante keeps asking for his manager so that Ray can find him a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, then Reed calls JJ, who's at Gina's house. She just got there. It is a poorly kept house in a bad neighborhood, mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. an older home. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Detective Kim reports that Dante's albums are selling like crazy now because of this controversy, and you're like, he got arrested. Four minutes ago. Yeah. Where are you getting the numbers on this? I would love to see the numbers <laughs> that you have gotten. If there's no way. The record stores aren't even open. It's like first thing in the morning. Like, uh. So then Hotch uh, gets a call from the lab and informs the team that the unsub is a woman. <gasps> so Gina opens the door for JJ, uh, tells her that her grandmother... The older woman that she lives with yeah. <laughs> is sleeping, and not to wake her, she's clearly in the midst of some sort of a serious mental break. Like she's like mm-hmm. muttering to herself and acting really erratically and goes back into the house. and JJ's like, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I should follow you yeah. into the house, <laughs> JJ, instead of calling the rest of the team mm-hmm. and being like,
1: now, I need some backup here. This is technically, JJ's not like a full fledged BAU agent, right? She's is- still the liaison the press liaison at this point right
0: i think she's still an agent
1: well she's not but, a s- she,
0: ssa or yeah, whatever.
1: it's, it's because there well there's like a a she, difference later on right when she be actually becomes a full-fledged well she's a profiler yeah okay i i don't know i just feel I, like, know yes, she, I, know I know she i know she went feel, to the fbi academy yes but she is training she's but it still doesn't yeah. seem like her job It also seems really irresponsible to go
0: in after this person who could very easily be dangerous just by yourself.
1: That's my point. Like she's (laughs) had the training, but she's not like a full fledged special agent. And her job is not chasing down unsubs, but they send her out to interview somebody alone anyway. And then she makes dumb choices and gets herself and everybody in trouble. Yeah. And this isn't the first time. Yeah. That's just. This is
0: why in real life none of these people would be in the field. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so JJ follows Gina through the hoarder den of a house while mm-hmm. Reed says that a woman with Renfield syndrome is incredibly rare. And they're like, okay, well, you already said that Renfield syndrome itself is incredibly rare. Yeah. So
1: Incredibly, incredibly rare.
0: Yeah. Uh, Morgan's like, yeah, it makes sense. Our profiles have never been this far off before. Like, agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so he tells Reed to rework the profile to see if they've missed anything else. I bet I'm going to bet they've missed a lot. No. So Dante finally gets to call Ray who tells him that the record sales have gone bananas again. Where, where are you getting this? Yeah. But sure. Um, he reassures him by saying, I told you I'd fix it. And Re- Dante's like, Oh, Ray, <laughs> <laughs> hey, what have you done? Ray. <laughs> um, she uh like he no, raised like, oh, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. Yeah, it's fine. I take care of it. And Prentice hears him say, What have you done mm-hmm. over the phone? So she like goes over and uh Dante's just like, Well, he said that I would I'd fix this. Mm-hmm. And she's like, How does he know what this is? And Dante's like, Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then JJ approaches Gina. Who is packing, like, containers of blood into coolers while yeah. she's, like,
1: muttering to herself. And this is in the backyard now, right? Yes. And it's, like, a crumbling greenhouse, kind of. This yeah. used to be a beautiful home. It did. Is all I could think That's, of. Wow, I know. Don't you wish someone could fix this place up? I'd love to live there. Look at that backyard. Yeah. Gorgeous. Yes. Um,
0: she approaches Gina and then gets knocked unconscious by Ray with a shovel. Mm, like, mm-hmm. that would really hurt. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Um, Reed is staring at the board, wondering what would be different with a woman at the center of this profile. And I hate this board so much.
1: (laughs) There's a lot of lists on boards in this one.
0: But like, did you notice that they wrote everything in alternating red and black marker (laughs) on the board surrounded? It's like (laughs) self cutting lust (laughs) all of the stuff that's like surrounding the pictures of the girls on this board but it's all in red and black
1: naturally and it's like
0: reed would not do this we love a good
1: theme this is nonsense (laughs) this looks
0: like a scrapbook (laughs) it's oh my god (sighs) drove me crazy love it (sighs) but reed realizes that all of these things fit gina somehow Not knowing anything about Gina. He somehow knows she lives in her
1: grandmother's crumbling old home. Yeah. Yeah. Sure.
0: Um, But yeah, then... For JJ,
1: he realizes it.
0: Yes. Garcia calls right at that very second Mm -hmm. to confirm his suspicions by telling that Gina has been sending all of these insane fan emails about wanting to drink blood to Dante. Like you do. Yep. And the whole team heads off to JJ's or to Gina's house because Reed is like, oh, I think JJ's already there. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, JJ starts to regain consciousness and here's Ray encouraging Gina to kill JJ for Dante and then kill herself so she can join him with the undead. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. But Gina is just like, she's like, just keeps saying, like, the blood is gonna go bad. She's like packing it up and doesn't wanna kill anybody else and keeps saying, like, you said Tara was the last one. And he's like, oh no, I just meant end this one more. (laughs) Um, They all keep calling JJ. Nobody can get a hold of her, but she wakes up and manages to get her gun. Um, She knocks, like, gets behind Ray, like, Mm -hmm. knocks him down. And Gina is about to just drain his blood, I think. (laughs) Um, There's a lot going on. It's very fast and furious. Uh, As the team rushes in and takes both Gina and Ray away, Mm. um, Prentice tells Dante about what Ray had done. Dante wants to get him a lawyer and also offers to do what he can to help Gina as well. And Dante says that he only ever wanted to make music and isn't
1: sure when that stopped being enough. Mm. It's a very God. deep. This is the swinging for the fences moment for Gavin Rossdell, where he's like, I'm going to do some acting with a capital A <laughs> with this material. Yes. Um, back on the plane, Reed
0: wonders if Dante will continue to perform as or like as paul yeah. or no if paul will continue to perform <laughs> as dante and I'm like which one's
1: the character now yeah. paul or dante, <gasps> dante.
0: princess is like well i not if he has a conscience yeah and you're like i don't know i hope he will just go to rehab i yeah. think that's what that means man needs more than anything else um Reed also blames himself for JJ's attack. And she's like, oh, they're, they're all just like, no, there's no way this could have been avoided. We mm. couldn't have possibly known. And I'm like, I can think of some ways <laughs> that this could have been avoided. <laughs> like, never go anywhere alone for one. Um, so they talk about their musical interests and obsessions. And Rossi mentions that he loves the Rat Pack. naturally, And that Hotch's favorite album is the Beatles' White Album. Mm-hmm. It's like I would have assumed it was his white noise machine. Honestly, <laughs> just <laughs> static. Reed is <laughs> uh, like, well, I just stick to Beethoven because there's nothing crazy about that. And Prentice is like, have you ever seen a Clockwork Orange? And he's like, no. Why? <laughs> <laughs> and then we get our end quote. Cyril Connolly said, "Better to write for yourself and have no public than to
1: write to the public and have no self." Hmm. The end. The end. The end. That's it. What a fabulous episode. Now, I'm gonna start with statistics because I added one of each. Um, a white man and a not white man because Ray yeah. was real the, the real brains behind this operation. I don't personally believe that Gina would have escalated to this level without being like uh goaded into yes, it or, thank or encouraged. You. Yeah, yeah, by Ray.
0: Yeah. No, because I don't think she has the wherewithal.
1: No, to have done that. Yeah, he he definitely turned her violence toward Dante fans. Yeah, because Ray has a level of commitment to this job that I've never had to anything in my whole life. No, definitely not. Don't care that much about it's
0: it. It's like it's it's like the uh, the brothers from to Hell and back. Yeah. Like yeah. one of them is the
1: mastermind, but mm-hmm. the other one But they was... both still count. Yeah. So that makes us eleven to two white men and not white men for season five. Uh so we're eighty four point six percent white men in season five. Uh overall we are ninety five to nineteen white men. Eighty three point three percent white men overall. My hypothesis continues to be proven true <laughs> that we're gonna be at eighty three for or 83% forever? Yes. For the next 10 seasons, it's going to
0: be 83%. <laughs> We're going to change the name of the podcast to 83% of the subs is away. <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
1: um, so for this profile, how would you rate it as far as accuracy, helpfulness, and plausibility on a scale of 1 to 10? They got a foundational thing wrong. They went, man. Which yeah. is technically true, but technically not true. It's tough to score this one for me. It really is. Because we also don't
0: know how much of any of the other than the like... Living in an old house, like we don't know if any of yeah, that is accurate. The animal abuse to Gina, or, yeah, and the they kind auto-vampirism. of vampirism. They kind of just found her incidentally because yeah. she happened to be there. Mm-hmm. Like, also, had no one gone to interview
1: the last the person, last person, person who yeah. was with
0: Tara alive? True, because this woman does not seem like she's able to function and hide. Yeah. struggles <laughs>
1: at this point. But if she's... they had done the regular police work from the
0: beginning, the episode would have been over so quickly. That's true. we never would have gotten to see Gavin Rossdale. Yeah. I'm just saying it's not a particularly helpful profile. No, maybe like a four. It's Great episode, down bad there. profile. Yeah,
1: yeah. I agree with you there. Um, would you change anything for a watch? He didn't do much. He did not. I don't think we need to touch it. No. The only
0: thing we have learned is that he enjoys music. And Supposedly, it's the Beatles.
1: It's the most beloved album of all time. So. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so it's like, yeah, he likes music. What kind of music? The Beatles. Yeah, the one everyone likes.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the universal.
0: It's like what you would say if you'd never actually heard music before. Right. You're it's like, like what, what an what alien like? says when
1: they come to light. The to Beatles. Earth. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The most famous band ever. Yeah. Like, what's your favorite food? Pizza and ice cream, (laughs) like I think everybody likes those, yeah. Tacos, yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, so I don't think there's anything to change there, not really, but it is a really fun episode. I enjoy this episode a lot. Did Uh you
0: know I saw this on IMDb when I was getting the quotes that John Bon Jovi (laughs) was
1: supposed to play Dante? (laughs) Yes, and you know what, that would have. (sighs) put a, another whole layer of aging rock star to this that is missing because, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm still so youthful I can't see Gavin Rosdale as being past his prime, especially not in 2009. That was like the height of his like... Right, like Gwen, Gwen, Gwen Stefani thing? Yeah,
0: yeah. Gwen, Gwen Stefani phase. That's <laughs> what I was going to say. Man, they were the coolest. They were.
1: I was like, devastated when he cheated on her. I know. Hmm. Now she's with Blake Shelton and that's weird. It's very weird and... It's very disappointing. I, it's hard to digest. Yeah, although it's hard for me to remember
0: because, I'm like, I don't, I don't know where Gwen Stefani was at at this point because I was like. I loved her so much. I was mm. like, I'm going to be Gwen Stefani when I grow up. And then she went into that whole Harajuku girl thing. And mm. I was like, Ooh this is weird. Yeah. I'm not comfortable with this. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, you are
0: a white lady. <laughs> maybe that's where
1: his path uh, diverged. I think maybe that's where they diverged. And I can't yeah. remember
0: exactly when that was. But that's was a just very like, good
1: point. Someone has eh. to look into the timeline there. <laughs> <laughs> Things are getting murky already.
0: But yeah, I watched this episode yesterday, and then I spent all morning this morning just listening to No Doubt.
1: was <laughs> <laughs> <songs. laughs> like, oh God, I love it. <laughs> what a time to be alive. Wow. Well, I'm very excited about the next episode, even though I'm afraid of it.
0: You know what? I don't remember this one mm. all that much. Any kind I of- remember the, the unsub, yeah. or the, like, the reappearance yeah. of... A terrifying unsub from Mm. a previous episode. But I don't remember, like, the nitty-gritty of the plot. Yeah. And I'm nervous about it because that one was legitimately scary. Yeah, like yeah. One this one makes saying, me
1: uncomfortable. I know I'm gonna hate it. I'm gonna have to probably have another drink while I have watched this one because yeah. I know I'm gonna not like it. But it does bring us one step closer to the one hundredth episode yeah. of the series and of the podcast, which it's very hard to believe that it's been like two years yeah. of talking to each other. Well hopefully someone's listening. Yeah. Um but we've been talking about how are we gonna celebrate our one hundredth episode. And it's a- It's really difficult because the 100th episode is such a fucking bummer.
0: Yeah, you guys
1: know. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, what we came up with is we are going to release a bonus episode with the 100th episode that is an "Ask Us Anything"
0: episode. I want to encourage the formation of parasocial relationships on this (laughs) podcast. So you can ask us anything you'd like to know about us personally, or just you know, our thoughts on different criminal minds, plot lines, characters, Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, You can submit the questions via Spotify or on our Instagram. Uh, We'll post on our
1: stories or you can message us. Mm -hmm. But yeah, just get to know us. Yeah. And in lieu of not receiving any questions, (laughs) (laughs) maybe nobody wants to know anything, um, we'll just talk a little bit about ourselves and some of our highlights from the first 100 episodes. Yeah. So it'll be fun it will so wherever you're listening be sure to leave a five-star review you can find us on instagram at the unsub is a white man you can also find us on tiktok we're working on it uh, our merch is on redbubble if you get any make sure you tag us we'll share you to our stories our theme music is composed and performed by nate youngblood and the podcast is produced by nate youngblood thanks nate and until next week we'll be shopping at hot topic